0: Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Monday to you. My name is Jim Rome. Hope you had a good weekend. Nice to have you here. I am broadcasting live from Southern California and really happy to be here. Let's get it. Lots to get done. Now, the interesting thing about this is we've got two interviews like we typically do, but they are not until hour number three. So hour number three is starting to block out already, which means hours one and two are wide open for you. Pick a lane. Get up in here. What do you want to talk about? You can wait for me to lay it out like I always do or you can be more proactive, cut the line, get in here. Let me start you off. Telephone number as you know it has not changed in years. It's still right there for you. It's toll-free. It's good in the US, it's good in Canada. It is 1-800-636-8686. Years. 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 Also, find me years. 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 Ears. Years. Ears. Years. Ears for years. years. I'll get to ears in a minute. Ears for life. 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 Also, find me on the X platform at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R O M E, at com. So, the interviews, which do not start until hour number three, include the following Top of hour three, a defensive end for the Chiefs. We're still talking about the Super Bowl. You kind of get in the sense that I don't want to let go of football. I mean, there is the Super Bowl, and then there's everything that comes along with the NFL offseason. But already, as we segue into the association, spring training, you can tell I'm not letting go of football. Not if I can help it. Charles Amenahu, D-end for the Chiefs. Top of hour number three. Last segment is devoted to Vincent Goodwill. He's an NBA writer for Yahoo Sports. He's at 1140. These are both Pacific times. Wide open in hours one and two. And of course, Monday is an ATP day. So you might want to think about that. Hit me up. So a year ago, I sat in this very same box. I told you that the NBA All-Star game was an abomination to the sport of basketball. And that the game being an abomination was nothing new. And that it would only get worse. And of course, I was not wrong about any of that. You see, at this point... Trashing the NBA All-Star Game is the easiest take in the world. It is the lowest hanging fruit there is. The only thing easier than trashing the All-Star Game is trashing the dunk contest, which is officially back to being unwatchable garbage Garbage. after one mildly entertaining year. You know, that whole Mac McClung thing last year was almost cool. Almost cool. So, of course, the league did what they do. They ran it back. They ran it back again. Like, it was sort of different and sort of interesting that a six foot two inch, 180 pound, G leaguing, TikToking, viral dunker won the dunk contest. You know, that was mildly interesting last year. Or you could make the argument that that was the exact moment that the dunk contest finally and officially jumped the shark. Either or, right? For me, as always, my answer is yes. But at least it was something different last year. This time around, Commissioner Ears and company decided to jump the very same shark once again. They basically decided to pull the shark out of the water and have the shark jump the shark this time. Instead of having the fawns do it. So you've got the shark jumping the shark. The dunk contest, unwatchable. But if the dunk contest was unwatchable, then the all-star game was straight up torture. Kamish Ears keeps trying to get these guys to show some effort. And every single year, they prove how little they care about what he wants. He keeps trying to get them to give a damn, but they don't. 397 total points were scored in that game last night. The East scored 211 points. 211 points in a basketball game. And who said that Doc Rivers did not deserve to be coaching in that game? If only wow. Doc could figure out how to get the Bucks to score 211 points in a real game, then all of that dude's problems would be solved. A million. Two million. But that's kind of the point, right? This is not a real game. This is as far from a real game as you could possibly get. I've seen more competitive layup lines. I've seen games of horse at the Y with more stakes. I've taken naps that were more intense than that basketball game last night. People in the middle of a REM cycle show more effort and focus than NBA players in the All-Star game. Even Ears himself could not hide how pissed he was after the game. After all, this is the same guy who has spent much of this year talking. I mean, when I say this year, I mean the past year, talking about how motivated he was to get these guys motivated to play. He even said as recently as Saturday that he was expecting, quote, a good game. Ah, That's not what you got, Ears. What you got is known in these parts as ass. Of course, he was pissed. He didn't even try to hide it either when he, quote, congratulated the champs.
1: And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations.
0: That qualifies as, like, fierce, savage smack. From the commissioner. Well, congratulations. Ears was all confused like, I mean, what's going on here? You guys actually tried in the EI, the Ears Invitational. What am I here for? The hell happened tonight? You loved my Ears Invitational so much that the Lakers couldn't wait to sully their legacy. By hanging a banner for it. But you couldn't be bothered to put on a show for the Ears All-Star Game. And the dude's like so confused. You know what, Adam? If I may Adam you for once. I can help you with this, Adam. I can help you with this. The reason they cared so much about the EI, the Ears Invitational, and so little about the Ears All-Star Game is because you bribed them to play in your little in-season tourney. You want them to care about the All-Star Game? Then pay them like you did for the IST because they don't give a damn. They don't care. And if they don't give a damn and they don't care, why should any of us? I would not watch a minute of that garbage if I wasn't paid to watch it. And even then, it's not enough anymore. In fact, at this point, I'm looking to pay the suits in New York, to get me out of having to watch this garbage. I want to pay for the right not to have to watch it. I would rather pay and not have to watch it than get paid to watch it. You feel me? I get that at this point, pretty much all professional All-Star games suck. But none more so than the NBA's All-Star game. Those guys care about one thing and one thing only. Not getting hurt. They admit it. Hey, by the way, I don't even blame them. But the game means nothing. It means nothing. Why would you risk injury in that game when it might hurt you during a regular season? I get it. But they don't even try to hide it. The only person on this planet who thought that they were going to get anything other than what they got last night was you, Ears. So I've got no idea why you're all up in here, all butthurt, and in your feels about that. Again, one year ago, I said it was horrible. And I said that it would be even worse a year later, and it was. I mean, at this point, I got to say, it's almost comical to watch a collection of some of the greatest athletes on the planet gather every single year for what is supposed to be a showcase of their talent. And then they showcase absolutely none of their all-worldly talent. All right, but you know me. You know me. It's really easy to sit up here and take a big dump on the All-Star game. Who can't do that? It's the easiest thing ever. It really is. So, let me show you my range and show you another gear and find some positive things to say about that. And it won't be easy, but I'm good. I'm smart. So, for instance, I'm happy for I'm happy for Dame. I'm happy for Dame Lillard. Happy that he scooped up the MVP of that game last night. Happy he won the three-point contest on Saturday. So good for him. Now, if I'm being really honest and totally fair, totally. the re- totally fair, totally mm. fair. Mm. the real MVP as well as Dane played, but the real MVP could probably be found up on the second floor. The second floor, Alvin. He could be found up there, Alvin. Alvin, the si- the second freaking floor, Alvin. Holy crap, Alvin. Where are you, dude? Oh, wait. Way to get that today, Alvin.
1: Way to get that on the same day,
0: Alvin. This is incredible. You know what Alvin's excuse was? I forgot the name of the song. That, that, That the name of the song is not second floor. Oh, Okay. Alvin, you've never had trouble finding that before. Wow, Alvin. Even you can't interrupt my flow. No, what I'm saying is the real MVP was Luca, who can be found, wait for it, Alvin, on the second floor. Thank you. You know why? His name is, sec- is Luca and he lives on the second floor. Anyway, my point is nobody was more committed last night than Luca. More committed to the spirit of All Star Weekend. In other words, nobody was more committed to the spirit of not trying, being lazy, not getting more than an inch off the floor, and then getting rejected by the rim. I'm barely even kidding about that. In fact, you want my advice, to Ears? Well, whether you want it or not, you're going to get it. You and your company may as well embrace the suck at this point. Ever heard that phrase? Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. Well, that's what you should do. And then you should give an award to the dude who gives the least effort. Because then that would be the only competitive part of the weekend. Well... Imagine trying to hand out a reward for the person who showed the least effort and cared the least. Now, that would be competitive. Like I said at the very top, this weekend sucking is nothing new and nothing that's going to change anytime soon. And saying that something sucks is not a take. And saying that the suckiest thing ever sucks is really not a take. So I want to continue to go in a different direction and find the positives in this weekend. There are some things that I actually did like about All-Star Weekend. So let me try this. Number one, the Steph v. Sabrina shootout. That was pretty cool. That was fun. That was different. Unfortunately, it took up only six minutes of the weekend. In an otherwise very long, very unentertaining weekend. But at least we got six minutes of good energy. All right, I'll give you something else I thought was somewhat cool, or at least not annoying. The LED cord. That was I. That was pretty cool. A little strange, but pretty cool. But where were the LED courts for the Ears Invitational? Why did we have to suffer through those horrifying paint jobs when there was a way cooler option? I personally never thought Personally, believe that I have jungle Tourette's. I personally never thought. I personally believe that the floor itself needed to be gimmicky, but if we're going to be gimmicky little bitches about what they're running on, give me an LED floor over a whack paint job any day. Gimmicky. All right, here's something else. I also liked that the game happened in indie. notice I'm not just spewing negativity here. I'm finding positive things. And believe me, it's not easy. You see me working? I'm working really hard. I'm busting my ass to say positive things about the All-Star weekend. Because I'm not just going to come in here and take a big dump all over it. I also liked that the game was in Indy. Awesome to see the Pacers in such good place right now. Awesome to see the great fans in Indiana getting a chance to host a world class event. A world class event where you get to watch the best basketball players in the world give zero craps and play the laziest possible basketball in the world. But at least they did it in your house. Say something else I loved over the weekend. You know who else was really happy to have that game in Indy? Nobody more so than my dude, Chuck. As always, I love me some Charles Barkley. And my guy, Chuck, was on one last night. Probably because my dude was bored out of his mind. And when my dude gets bored out of his mind, he starts taking wild, unprovoked shots at entire cities. Which is always a win. Hey, Frisco fan. Haven't checked in on you in a minute or two. How you living, Frisco fan? Hey, Frisco fan. Hey, Frisco fan. Oh, you know something funny? One of one of our bookers said to me, Hey, Jim, would you take Bruce Bochy? And I said, hell yes, I would. I love Boch. Anyway, I digress. Hey, Frisco fan, you may call me a hater. You m- Actually, you do, Frisco fan. That's all you do. You call me a hater, but I've never, ever popped off on y'all like my dude Chuck did last night. Check this out, Frisco fan. You think you got a problem with me? Now you got to deal with somebody much bigger and badder than me, Frisco fan. You need to deal with Chuck. If you had a chance of being cold or being around a bunch of homeless
1: crooks in San Francisco, <laughs> oh, we need you? Oh, that's oh, crazy. no. You're not welcome. No, hey, no. Not you're, you're not welcome. Hey, hey. say, say. No, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. You can't even walk around down here. Yes, there. you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof vest. Hey.
0: Oh, Frisco fan, and you think I'm the problem? Hey, Frisco. Fan. Holy crap, Chuck! Man, somebody pulled Chuck off Frisco. Dude just went Joe Noah on the Bay. Dude just went Gino in San Antonio on Frisco. And he really did it with bum smack. Bums who are crooks. My man really was that bored. My man was that bored that he went that hard on Frisco. And can you blame him? We were all that bored with that game. And I ride, I ride with Chuck. I ride and die with Chuck. I will always ride with Chuck, no matter what he says.
1: Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof vest.
0: I like everybody else trying to be like, "Oh no, we don't. We don't agree with that. We don't agree with that." Yes, you can walk around down there. Chuck's like with a bulletproof vest. (laughs) My man, absolutely incredible. So you see, I did find positive things to say about that game and that weekend. Now, there's more to the weekend that I want to get into, just not right now. The Le Cap part of the weekend, the LeBron part of the weekend, you know, where LeBron is saying just cappy, baggy things like, well, when I do retire, and I don't know when that is, I I really don't want any part of a farewell tour because you know I'm not about that. I'm paraphrasing. I'll get into the actual quote. But he actually wants us to believe that he wants nothing to do with a farewell tour. But, but, but he would do it for the fans. And the reason he wants nothing to do with a farewell tour is because, quote, he struggles with praise. I dare, I challenge any of you to find me even three people— who would want a farewell tour, and everything about him, more than LeBron. Kareem, because he seemed to enjoy every minute of it while pretending that he didn't. But every single stop on his farewell tour involved some gift. Remember that giant rocking chair he got? Come on, LeBron. Dude, you might be the GOAT. You're an absolutely insane player. Incredible. And at this age, I can't believe what you're doing. But I also can't believe what you're saying when you say things like, oh, I want nothing to do with a farewell tour. Y'all know me. I'm not about that life. People probably
1: think I'm lying about that too, huh?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. Just like he said that he found out with the rest of us that Golden State tried to make a deal for him. That he, they didn't run it by him. He knew nothing about that. Who, he me? found out like the rest of us. So anyway, LeCap was on Le microphone and doing le Capge things. So I'll have that for you too. Let me check some reaction here. And I've got a lot more to get to. I, that's not even my full take on the weekend. Sean Rojasik is in, quote, a Monday open and Rome isn't starting with the NFL. It must be the offseason officially. Cue up that sad Top Gun music, Alvy. He's shiny. believe me, nobody's more sad about that than me. However, the difference is, and I proved it during the pandemic when there was no sports, still had a damn good show every single day, right? And that was not without football. That was without sports for months. I'll get through this. Come on, what? That was not a good open? Have I not given you enough to talk about? Are you not entertained? Hey, Van Sizzle, even I thought that all-star game was ugly. Signed, Adam Silver's Mirror. Andy from Denver. Hey, Andy. Personal appearances are not show fodder. Even if on occasion I've referred to him as ears. Personal appearance not show fodder. So how about this? Let me put this in a way that's easier for many of you to comprehend. Calling somebody ugly is not a take. So there's no place for it on the program. Especially when you can't really help how you look. There's certain things you can do, but only to a point, right? Carlin Prescott, nice effort from Alvy today. Signed NBA dunk contest. Dude, dude, now, now, no. At Wapner at eleven, Romy. The NBA All Star Game was a total bleep show. Yours, Alvy, patiently thumbing through his Rolodex, like there is no clock.
1: My
0: name is Luca. Yeah, Alvin, it doesn't matter how many times you play it.
1: The The fact is when I
0: needed it, it was not there. And why? You didn't know the name of the song? How many times have you fired that drop? Hundreds? Where is it? Where where is it? In the same place that you always have it. I, I don't know how you operate back there, Alvin. I've never gone into your space or gone into your archive. I'm guessing that drop is exactly where you left it. I mean, it's one, thing, it's one thing, Alvin, to say the song is not called I Live on the Second Floor. Or is it? It's not called Luca. Well, whatever it's called, Alvin, you've never had trouble finding it until today. And now you're going to tell me, oh, I didn't know the name of the song. Because that makes sense. That is ridiculous. I agreed. What's ridiculous? My take or the fact that you can't find Luca. This says Jimmy, my man. Something, something NBA All Star Game. Something, something. Lots of scoring. Something, something. Alvy's sex life. Come on. Regards, James in Portland. Come on. That was somebody pretending to be James. That was not actually James. All right. So, in addition to all of that, get on the phones because our interviews do not begin until hour number three. So get up in here. It's a holiday. We're here. Maybe you're at home. Maybe you're listening. Maybe you're driving around. Hit me up. 1-800-636-8686. In addition to lots of things, LeBron, I'll get to you in a minute. You check out my dude Rick Patino. A rant. An all-time rant. He buries everybody and everything. I don't want to give away my take on that just yet. Another one of my favorite highlights or moments from the weekend – Is realizing that not only did Cliff Kingsbury bail on the Raiders right as he was going to sign the line which was dotted but why he left. Who got him? Who got to him and convinced him not to go with the Raiders but rather go to the Commanders? I'll give you a hint. His name is Irvin Magic Johnson. Irvin! You know I love this story. Irv flexing and making football decisions. Never mind that the Laker players wouldn't even listen to him when he was their coach. But he's up in here making football decisions and poaching other teams. Man, I cannot wait to see Irv's draft board. You know what? I bet Dan Quinn can't wait to see Irv's draft board. Great story there. All right, so you have your telephone number, and and look, you have everything you need. You know where to find me. Hit me up, because we're open phones right now. And considering it's no longer football, I'd say that's a pretty damn good open. 25 minutes and no football. When you need auto parts, OReillyAuto.com is just a click away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online at OReillyAuto.com. Pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. You can also have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over 35 bucks. Get your order fast with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit OReillyAuto.com today. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And clones. I know this applies to some of you. If you're stuck in a bad timeshare, with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you think you're stuck in you might not be. There are options for getting rid of it. And Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of terrible timeshares for over 10 years now and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free to date over 30,000 families. Have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. They might be able to help you too. To get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and what your options are for cancellation, simply call Wesley Get your free timeshare exit kit. See how you can become timeshare free. The number 800 462 3333. 800 462 3333. 800 462 3333. Also, I want to talk some baseball. So far, so bad for the Angels. Man, they're off to a bad start. What did anybody think it was going to be okay in the post Shohei days? We knew it would be bad. It's already so much worse than we ever expected. So much worse already. And I'll have that story for you too. Let's get a phone call in here quickly. Remember, Charles Omenahu, 11 o'clock, Vincent Goodwill, 1140. Let's go to Humboldt. Jay in Humboldt. Good to have you. Jay, what's up? Hey, Rome. I'm just called to congratulate you on your move to X. I think it's a bold and definitely the right decision kind of move. Now we can get back to what we want. The Rap Fam, Bum Smack, OJ, the Jardians Nation, and dropping zingers like punk- punching fart boxes. Bong Rip. That's not like, no. you don't like... Don't no, like not really. Not a very good call. That That's not why... <laughs> dude, I don't... I I know the move to X, which is in the process of happening... But hasn't happened yet. Let me just backtrack for those of you who are not following this. For seven years plus, this radio show was simulcast as a TV show on CBS Sports Network. And we had a great run. And it was a lot of fun. And now we're going our separate ways. And this radio show, which is still a radio show, has not changed in any way, shape, or form, is ultimately going to be streamed on the X platform. And I haven't given you a launch date yet, but we're getting closer. And I'm going to do that for you. This guy just said, he started off fine. He goes, Rome, congratulations. That is a bold move by you and a necessary move by you. But good for us because now we can get back to insert all those things that I've banned the past several years. No, you can't. You can do what you do on X. But I'm not going to X... So I can do those things that you think I want to do that I'm not allowed to do because I no longer do those things. Hear me out on this really quickly. I stopped doing those things not because somebody told me to stop doing those things, but because I know they're no longer appropriate. And if you're thinking like good Rome, now we can get back to doing what we always did and what we want to do because you're going on X, where anything is fair game. Anything is not fair game on X, firstly. And second of all, I'm still on the radio. All right, I know this is hard to get your hands, your head around, but I'm still carried on several hundred terrestrial radio stations. And satellite radio, which gives you a little more leeway. But things that are inappropriate are still going to be inappropriate, even on X, while I still have a radio job. I, I know this is really confusing to a lot of you. It's, it, this isn't even one of those simple but not easy, it's simple. That show that you used to watch on CBS Sports Network will be similar on X but I'm going to argue that it's going to be better ultimately because there are certain technologies that we could take advantage of that we couldn't in the past. But certain technologies that we can take advantage of would not include me bringing back the rat family, me allowing bum smack, me allowing JN smack. And, 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 and. Name one time in my career that I ever, quote, Punched a fart box. And dropping zingers like punching fart boxes. Bong rip. Ah, Take bong bong. rip, dude. You You didn't earn it, but you can have it. The, The, The advantage to going to X, and there are so many advantages, is I'm going to join everybody else in this century and stream. That's one thing. And again, that's not a pot shot at anybody that I used to work with. The CBS relationship was incredible. These are some of the best people ever. And CBS Sports Network did us very true. It was great. But we're all going to try something different now. I can't wait for it. Just know, I'm not going there so I can, quote, punch fart boxes. That's not the reason for the move. We good? I guess I'm going to have to keep explaining this to you all. Anyway... We're working on the launch. We're building it out. And in the meantime, the radio show is the radio show and remains the radio show. And even when we do launch, the radio show will remain the radio show. If you have any further questions or any other confusion that you need me to clear up, hit me up. I'm here. (coughs) Alvin, what you don't want to do is play sound bites which directly contradict the host. You're undermining me, dude. You're undermining me and you have a bad attitude because you couldn't remember where the second floor was. Don't take that out on me. Okay. Hey, Alvin, I got bad news for you, dude. I'm just going to say this for the entire world to hear. When we do go to X, Alvin, there will be a microphone in front of you There will be a camera on you. I might even address you. And when I do, you best use your words and not your drops. Uh Exactly. You can get away with this for a few more weeks. All right, when we come back, I want to talk more about LeBron. I want to talk about Rick Pitino's ultimate, ultimate meltdown on his team, his coaches, his facilities, pretty much everybody and everything. An incredible rant. But there's a but to that rant. I'm team content, so I'm all for it. And I do like Rick. Go ahead, clones. I would tell you not to do it, but I know you will anyway. I know why you like Rick Patino. I like him for different reasons. But I've got thoughts on that rant. Epic as it was, I have thoughts on that rant. And the Angel is off to a pretty terrible start. Post-show, hey. All of this still ahead. And what do you know? The dude can do a show without football. I'd rather not, but I can, and I will. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Monday, always an ATP day. Ask the pros. And it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You get to ask me a question. What you want to do if you want to pose that question is go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Listen later on. I might answer one of yours. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all of your car care needs, get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right. So more reaction, which I'll get to. Stay on it. I kind of like it. There is part of the NBA All-Star Weekend, though, that really, it resonated for the wrong reasons. But thankfully, it's over for now. But you know what was somehow the most painful and insufferable part of the entire weekend? And I gave you the best, and I gave you the worst. Except that I didn't give you the worst. This might have been the most insufferable part of the entire weekend. And it's got nothing to do with any of the terrible basketball, believe it or not. The most painful and insufferable part of that weekend was Le Cap on the La Microphone. Because LeCap Cap was spewing some nonsense this weekend, even for LeCap, Cap. Like, when the dude tried to get us believe to believe that he doesn't really want a farewell tour. He's not saying when he's going to hang it up, but when he does... He says he really does not want that farewell tour because he doesn't want to make it about himself because, wait for it, he insists he does not do well with praise.
1: I'm 50-50. I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like, I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus to be able to give them that moment. You know whereas every city and whatever the case may be, and you know they give you your flowers or whatever the case may be, you know, and, and that seems cool, but the other side of, I've never been that great with accepting like praise. I've, it's, a, it's a weird feeling for me.:
0: So uh. <laughs> So he wouldn't want the farewell tour, but he would do it for the fans. Because it's important for them to give him his flowers. I mean, LeBag, do you even hear yourself anymore? You seriously think anyone is buying any of that? Starting with, you're not comfortable with praise. You don't like being praised. You don't like people looking at you and talking about you and giving you credit. If by not being comfortable with praise, you mean, All eyes on me, the goat. Now kiss my rings. Then, yeah, sure, you hate praise. Praise. This dude hates praise like he hates hanging fake banners for fake accomplishments. Again, he's, you know what he is? He's the LeBron James of hating praise. What's more LeBron? Think going on a farewell tour and having everybody give him something every step of the way.
1: LeBron James,
0: and he's having us believe that. Nah, man, it's not about me. I don't. I never make it about me. I don't want to be about me. But you know what, my fans, they love me, so I'm gonna do this. But if I do this, it's only because my fans want me to do it. But I don't want to do it because honestly, I have trouble with praise. You know, I don't want you looking at me. You know I don't want you talking about me. Did that dude just said I honestly I have trouble with praise? Sure, Lacap. He wasn't then there either. He was not finished Lacapping. He also went full Lacap on a question about Golden State's rumored interest at the trade deadline.
1: It didn't go far at all. You know, I actually heard about it when everybody else heard about it. You know, obviously, you know, Charles been in the league. Kenny been in the league, Shaq been in the league. And sometimes there's conversations happen behind closed doors that you don't even know about. And until, I guess, if it's real or not, then they'll bring it to you. But it it never even got to me. So, you know, I heard it when the reports dropped as well.
0: I I have a serious question. Is there anybody listening right now that believes a word that he's saying? Anybody? You're going to tell me that the alleged GOAT – The face of not only that franchise, but the entire league right now, would have a team call about a trade, and they would shoot it down without telling him about the trade. That Clutch didn't even bother running it by him, they just decided. You don't think that LeBron would say, hey, if somebody like that, Golden State especially, is interested in my services, you think you might want to run that by me first, before you shut that down? I mean, do you really think, LeBron, that we all found out about that the same time you did? That you knew nothing about it? That had you not gone to your phone, we all would have known before you that somebody wanted to make a trade for you? That nobody in your orbit ran that by you? That That is... I'm going to take a deep breath. That, that, that's idiotic. I mean, come on. Stop with that. Between claiming that you don't want a farewell tour because you're not comfortable with praise and saying that you found out about the Warriors trade at the exact same time the rest of us found out, I don't even know what is the biggest, baggiest Le Cap of the weekend. All I know is I'm going to call BS on all of it. I'm going to ask the question. It's an honest question. Is there anybody listening out there that believes any part of that? People probably think That he doesn't want this. the tour, that he's not comfortable with praise, and that he actually knew nothing about Golden State trying to make a deal for him. As far as the All Star Game, what can I say? I mean, the Pro Bowl is looking down at the NBA All Star Game, but not by much. If not for Charles's takedown of Frisco, that that was like the NBA All Star equivalent of Sean Taylor's hit on Brian Mormon in the Pro Bowl. It's hey, silver. Just add another rule to be eligible for NBA MVP and all NBA teams on top of that 65 game rule they also have to play defense in the all-star game yeah. well probably you should pay them too but you're never gonna have a good game stay tuned second hour straight ahead